Sego, welcome to Stolen, the creator's game. Lacrosse is the game. The creator gifted the Haudenosaunee people with this game thousands of years ago. They say that early games could last for two to three days, and each team might have over a hundred players. The game was part of the deep spiritual life of our people, and it was played to honor and entertain the creator and to heal the community. Now lacrosse is played all over the world by many different people. Has it been stolen from us, like so much else? Guest host Peter Downey investigates the creator's game. Thanks, Ginny. I guess the place to begin is to just consider the word game. When we say it, we're generally referring to something fun and entertaining, of course, but also something not to be taken too seriously, as in, it's only a game. I think what you're going to hear might just change the way you think about this word and the description of lacrosse as a game. We're going to talk with a former player. When I was finishing kindergarten, uh, there was a graduation ceremony and my auntie gave me a, uh, a wooden lacrosse stick. Uh, I still have that stick today. And in just a minute with the manager of the game on the global stage. One of the principles about the creator's game is for us to share the game, which we've done, I think, very successfully. Lacrosse is tied intimately to the spiritual and physical life of Indigenous people and the communities they've built and sustained. It is no exaggeration to say this is a sacred connection between a game and a people. Now, lacrosse has been in the news recently, you may have noticed, over the participation of the Iroquois Nationals in a world tournament in 2022. The disagreement was because the team representing the sovereign nation of the Haudenosaunee is not flying the Canadian or the United States flag. In a remarkable show of sportsmanship, the Irish team stepped aside to make room for the highly regarded and respected Iroquois Nationals. Leo Nolan is the executive director of the Iroquois Nationals lacrosse program. Hi, Leo. Sago, good to meet you. It's good to meet you, too. You know, I was really interested when I saw the story that Ireland had stepped aside to make room for the Iroquois Nationals in that international tournament. But I was really struck by the response of your team. And you said that it represented, their move represented the uh, the true power of sport and the spirit of lacrosse. And I, it's really that spirit of lacrosse that I wanted to ask you about. What What is that? Spirit of lacrosse is really a uh, brotherhood and sisterhood of players, folks who have enjoyed the game as fans, parents, and others. Um, the sport has grown tremendously over the last 30 to 40 years. Um, probably 40 years ago, there were probably five main countries, six countries maybe that played lacrosse. Now there's at least 67 who are members of world lacrosse. One of the principles about the creator's game is for us to share the game, which we've done, I think, very successfully. It's probably one of the 
few indigenous sports that's recognized internationally. It began as a medicine game, strictly as a medicine game, to be used when a person needed to be healed, either spiritually, emotionally, physically. And it was a way to um, kind of uh, push out those things that were bothering someone. And a person can call for a game, and um, every spring that happens where a game is called for, and uh, we'll get communities together to play the game. So it's really um, tantamount to almost like a cleansing of your soul and spirit and a rejuvenation of who you are and what you're about and the camaraderie that it, that it uh, helps. The teamwork. We all have our roles in life, huh? We all have our roles. Some of us are goalies. <laughs> some of us are defensemen. Some of us are midfielders. And some of us are attackmen that score. So we all have our roles. And it's important for us to understand that, that uh, whether you're sitting on the bench or you're, uh, you may not get in as many, into as many games as you probably would like to get into, you still have a role. You still have a, um, a piece of that effort, that team effort that contributed, whether it's in practice or in, the, or, or in the games themselves. And I think it's really important for folks to understand that teamwork and playing together and being, being on the same wavelength, so to speak, when it comes to what we're trying to accomplish is really helpful. And it transcends into your future life. So if an individual was struggling in some way and, and wanted to call for a game to be played in the community, how would he or, or she do that? Typically, they would go to a clan mother. Um, as you know, we're matrilineal. You are who your mother is. So you take your mother's nation and clan. My mother was Akwasasti Mohawk, so I'm enrolled as a Mohawk. Uh, I took her clan, Wolf Clan. Mm. Typically, in our traditional form of government, everything is done by consensus. And uh, clan mothers are responsible. They have a unique role, like I was saying in the team effort. They have a unique role. They bear our children. They take care of our families. And they end up being our clan mothers, who then choose the chief of their clan. And so... Um, Going to the clan mother is more the appropriate way that typically would happen. Um, sometimes you could go to a medicine person, but uh, going to a clan mother, ex expressing your need to have a game played. And then she, the women, have a real responsibility to then pull together the community on behalf of that person's uh, need to have a game. So that's typically mm -hmm. how it would go. In some respects, sometimes you can identify when someone is struggling, you know. And so sometimes you can identify someone who may need some help and you can go and counsel them and say, you know, maybe a medicine game might be something that we could uh, put on for your, yeah. for your family's benefit. It sounds like a, like a, a kind of giant support system for members of the community who, as, as we say, may be struggling a bit. But so you mentioned the sort of the incredible growth of this game worldwide. And I wonder if, if you ever felt or if the community ever felt that there was a danger in losing that spirit by the game being adapted to different cultures? Actually, no. I, actually, I think it enhances the spirit. It shares that spirit. And one of the key elements that we're really making sure that we want to emphasize now is how this game is, was meant to be played and how it, it signifies that spirituality, that, that recognition of um, the medicine, which is part of it. Um, you know, in, um, as far as I know, after our games uh, played against two, you know, two community, two territory teams, we always shake hands after. And um, that, started, that sort of started a trend for other sports and for other levels of lacrosse 
here in the United States and Canada. It kind of signifies the, uh, yeah, we were uh, opponents, we are playing a tough game, but once that game's over, we're back mm -hmm. to being our usual, you know, selves and our, 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 our friendships. Uh, it gets, gets uh, recognized and we remind ourselves that it was a game, it was wonderful, good competition, but we, we respect your, um, uh, your community, show that we enjoyed, you know, the competition. But wasn't some of that lost, like over the years, as it was adapted by by non-indigenous communities? What some of that they didn't see it the same way. That's right. It didn't mean as much to them as it did to the indigenous community. And I just wondered if it was a worry that yeah. we've you got know, to get, we've got to go back to the origins of the game. We've got to recover that human challenges that sometimes we face. You know, uh, you practice, you have you have something to look forward to on weekends. You have a great competition, and it, it's a relief of some of that stress that we all face in this modern world. You know, it's a, it's a tough world. I mean, growing up nowadays is a lot different than, say, Peter, when I, you and I grew up. You know, a lot more distractions that go on, and I think this is really helping a lot. I've talked to many, many uh, non-Native uh, organizations that, have, uh, that are playing lacrosse, and I think they're, they're getting that message more and more clearly that this is a real benefit to our youth and our communities what you're doing so leo can you just talk a bit more about the spiritual significance of the game for you it was given to us by the creator as a medicine game to help healing to help us rid ourselves of um, bad thoughts the creator is happy when we play this game we play this game for the creator whether you win or lose tie or draw the creator is happy understands that these, this community that I gave that game to respects that and it's having an enjoyment and it's making a more positive uh, effect on individuals, communities, families and such. I know many, many players who had uh, challenges within their family and within their community, but having been a lacrosse player for that community, I think really helped them uh, appreciate more life's challenges and how that can, you know, be uh, ameliorated to some degree. I was reading a, a bit of the history of the Iroquois Nationals in that first tournament that they went to in <laughs> Australia, and they lost every game. Somebody said, we've lost many games, but we've never been defeated. And I thought, what a, what a lovely approach to, uh, to that uh, consequence of, of losing those games. That's right. That, that is, it really does show the real inner spirit of, of our communities, you know. Twice the U.S. government tried to move us to Oklahoma Territory. And uh, both times uh, we, uh, we said, no, we're, we're not going to leave our homeland. There's a special place for stories that really tell the human spirit of what can be accomplished by engaging in, again, either as a fan, player, coach, you know, uh, an observer. Uh, so it's it's a real uh, testament to the sovereignty that we, uh, we engender and, and, and promote. We come from a very confident community environment. We have a way of doing business that maybe others uh, may not always understand or appreciate. We stand up for ourselves that you can benefit from the, from the history of learning about the Haudenosaunee, how we, we're still here. What a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much. Peter, thank you, sir. That's Leo Nolan from the Iroquois Nationals. 
As I'm sure you could hear, he's an enthusiastic promoter of the game on the world stage. He takes great pride in sharing the creator's gift with everyone by celebrating the indigenous sovereignty the game represents, as well as the integrity and respect inherent in the global competition. But you know, the game is also very powerful on a much more intimate level. Just imagine a young Mohawk boy, initially drawn to the game for its competitive fire and community spirit, but who comes to appreciate, as he matures, how the game fundamentally defines who he is and how it represents the very best of his ancestry and his community. Hi, I'm Greg Horn, and I'm the general manager of the Ganawage Mohawk Senior B Lacrosse team and the general manager of the Ganawage Hunters Junior B Lacrosse team. Okay, thanks so much for doing this, Greg. Do you remember when lacrosse entered your life? As long as I can remember, uh, lacrosse has been part of part of my life. Whether you know, I mean, when I was a kid, I remember having a, a lacrosse stick. My older cousins uh, played, and this and that. And then when I was finishing kindergarten, uh, there was a graduation ceremony, and my auntie gave me a, uh, a wooden lacrosse stick. Uh, I still have that stick today. Wow! Has the meaning of the game changed for you as you've as you've gotten older? Some people have talents for the game, whether that be defense, whether that be offense, whether that be, you know, being a goalie, you know, or, or coaching the game. In my my experience and my particular skill set, the way I fit in with the game is is being able to help manage the teams and, and do different things and be able to host tournaments. And that's where, where kind of where I fit in. The game, when I, when I say it changed, it changed my life was once my, my buddy said, uh, you're playing this year. And, and I kind of laughed it off and it was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm like one, I'm not in shape. And two, I haven't played a competitive lacrosse game probably since I was 17 years old. So I was like, well, yeah, you know, whatever. And then like, well, you know what, just, just come out and try. That gave me the motivation to get up and go to practice, uh, you know, regularly and then work on my own physical fitness and stamina and energy. And then that led me down a path where, you know, where I'm working out regularly and, and doing that. I wonder if, if you see with uh, the players you manage now, do you see a similar impact the game has on them that it had on you? You know, within, within I'm sure, uh, you know, everybody brought up in a, in a Haudenosaunee community, I'm sure has the same same value and appreciation for, for the game as right. I do. You know, this is something that's... Uh, for us, it's part of who we are. Can you explain, Greg, what you mean when you say that lacrosse is also a game of medicine? There's different roles that men and women play uh, within society and within spirituality. Traditionally, lacrosse is one of the, the medicines that the men play. There's a ceremony uh, behind it where you know, it's official if there's going to be a medicine game. You know, there, there has to be a tobacco burning beforehand. Uh, there's a purpose for it. Lacrosse, it, you know, it, it raises the spirits of people around you, right? And the people watching. So so you you, you play a medicine game in, in order to help raise the spirits of a community or, or, or any particular community member. Or, you know, there, there could be any number of purposes for it. But it's an actual ceremony. And, and there's a tobacco burning. Uh, you have to use a wooden stick. Uh, there's, there's protocols that need to be followed. And that's the medicine aspect of, of the game. I mean, what occurs to me is that it's also kind of a, a an act or a, a symbol of resilience and determination. Lacrosse is, is is one of those things that's 
both a medicine and a game and a sport. But, you know, for, for us, it has a very deep meaning. Just look at the, the Iroquois Nationals. Their program, uh, it, it got its, uh, its birth in the early 1980s. And the, the work that, that they did to get recognized as a full member nation of the first, the Federation of International Lacrosse, and now it's called, now, now the governing body is known as World Lacrosse. Um, you know, and, and competing in the first world championships uh, in 1990. Right there, that, that's, you know, an act of sovereignty. What better way to do so with the game that we've shared with the world? Right. What would your life be without lacrosse? Can you imagine it not being a, a part of who you are now? That, that, I mean, I can't, I can't even fathom what, what the world would be without lacrosse, uh, let alone what my life would be without, without it. That's Greg Horn from the Kanawaki Mohawks. You know, this game teaches everyone who comes into contact with it a glorious and inspiring spirit of sharing, and particularly for Indigenous people of any age, a profound sense of serving their creator. It's a lot to ask of only a game, but for hundreds of years, that sacred relationship and the teachings it offers has been the beating heart and joyous soul of the game called lacrosse. Like so many gifts given to us by the Creator, our people have shared the sacred game of lacrosse with the world. We hope and pray that it will continue to help heal our people and all of God's children and that it will be held as sacred by all who encounter it. The Iroquois Nationals have been invited to play in the 2022 World Cup Championships in Birmingham, Alabama. However, they need help in order to get there. Please consider a donation and you can visit their website, IroquoisNationalsLacrosse.com to do that. And keep listening next week to Sacred Teachings. Stolen 